Welcome back to the Lavenland Podcast. The moon is high. It's the peak of night now. The lavender moon is glistening on this dewy white stone hill. And the last few of the pale, the minions here, as you strike the last blow to Zerla, their their leader, the last few pale are struck down by Borda's pitchfork as its lightnings cast from the realm of ether and glistening in the night. Uh, hot and crackling, and the blade of this lone emerald soldier that has followed you to this hill. There's still the matter of the runoff necromancer. R-U-N-N-O-F-T. The rogue, uh, the rogue flesh weaver is uh, running Ooh. up that hill on the opposite side. Yes, Kate Bush, you've heard that right, running up that hill. It's going to make a deal with God, um, get he, him to swamp our places. He does plan on that. That is his agenda. Um Deal with God, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, we got a couple things to talk about. First of all, everybody's level nine now. Congratulations! Woo-hoo! We're real quick going to go around the table here in a second and talk about uh, what you're most excited about with that that you do want to share. But first, we have to publicly shame Justin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shame. It's true. Madeline, yep. I think you want to lead on that. So uh, yeah, and I want to I want to say it like right up. Uh, I brought this to everyone's attention. This yeah, is not something yeah, that he owned yeah, his mistake. Yeah. I wanted to get on the on here and publicly announce my shame. So last episode and maybe more than that, I was using secure wrong. I was using it like a fuck up because secure is supposed to only give you plus one to your defense and plus one to shields. So you know, even if you're holding up a shield, you should only get plus two. Not everybody gets plus two, and if you have a shield, you get plus four. So I'm dumb. And uh, it won't happen again. Broke the balance of the encounter. Yeah, probably. Got to say, uh, your behavior makes me want to gag. Yeah. Um, we are displeased. And <laughs> I voted to, you know, you can take your tiny little ship and swim off the island. You're off the show. Okay. <laughs> That's that. Herbert's dead. Okay. <laughs> okay. Whittian, what are you most excited about with level nine? <laughs> Um, well, I do the same where I'm always trying to guard people as a reaction and getting all arrogant and cocky about it. I'm like, uh, uh, technically my shield's up and I'm going to automatically guard. And then every time you guys say you don't have guardian, what are you doing? And I get real sad. So I finally remembered and I took it. So now once per turn as a reaction, I can use my shield for free. So I took that and it's very good. Nice, nice, nice. Yes. Very excited. Anything else? And then I took Discord, where I can, at the beginning of the round, do that, and it will throw everybody prone, including all of my friends. Oh, but great. But it will completely reshuffle initiative, except for me. Whoa. That's oh, dope. That's fucking insane. What the fuck? Mm. So once initiative has been rolled, I can be like, oh, no, like, this is not good. I can just be like, reshuffle. And that'll be really good. Redo. That's kind of wild. I'm really excited to see uh, the Lancer, where you can attack as a reaction, and the Guardian, where you can guard as a reaction, mm-hmm. mash up. That's going to be yep. pretty interesting. Oh, Carver, what are you doing? All right. So, uh, being dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Even though at level five, uh, uh, at level five, I increased one of my stats at to a plus three. And I can't remember. I think it was like wit. Like I had 11 and wit or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so. My uh, my will score has never been great. So my spells DC has never been great. You know, like I don't have a great modifier. It was only just 14, right? So as opposed to taking a cleric skill, I took a training, which gives me, allows me to pl- add plus three to that. So now I have 17 will, 17 now spell DC. Now you're a true menace. Yes. That's what's up. Uh, which is nice. And I also took, uh, at level nine, uh, a new cantrip, 
picked up anoint. So as a free action, well, not a free action, it takes an action, but for free, no mana cost, I can give somebody uh, advantage on, or yeah, advantage on their next ability check, which okay. is nice. And a little flavor spell that I wanted to, uh, to pick up because like Herbert's been getting more and more like less of, or less of a drunk and more of like a holy man. And uh, so I which took interesting. Omen uh, as a uh, as a spell, which is nice. Takes a little while to cast it, eight rounds. So it's not something I can just like instantly pull off, but it will give me a vague idea of what's going to happen in the near future, which yeah. is going to be fun to role play back and forth with you, Zach. It's I always think it's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Always exciting to have that something like that on the table for me. Yeah, and there's one more spell that I have, but I'm not going to tell you what it is until it's time to use it. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know you're sniffing around a particular spell. I'm wondering if you took it. And we'll find out. Won't we? I'm excited. Echo, what's going on with you? So I took commune so I can talk with ghosts. That's a skill. It takes an hour to do it, and I have to just sit and meditate. I figured it might come in handy in Veermore. Is it just ghosts or is it? It's kind of spirits. That covers gods and stuff. Can you target it? Like, mm-hmm. uh, It's the surrounding area. Interesting. Anything that's present. Okay. Oh, that's cool. We can literally figure out if a god is present. Yep. That'll be rad. And I took evoke for a cantrip, which is uh, very cool. It's similar in concept to like the 5e druid craft. Like you can make a small natural phenomenon occur, Mm. Um, like a spark of flame or some drops of water fall from the sky or a breeze. Or I can pump more actions into this. This is where it it gains its own identity, right? Is yeah. You can pump more actions into it and make the effect more intense. So, and uh, rules is written. It appears there is no upper bound to how many actions I can utilize to do this. So, rock mm. me like a hurricane. Yeah, right. No, I'm thinking. And then spells I took in feeble was a big one. Uh, that's a twelve mana spell. It's one of the witch's biggest spells. And it uh, it just breaks their brain. They have to make a mic check, and if they fail it, then they lose all faculties. All they lose the ability to speak, to under to really understand speech, to read, to do anything except base instinct. So it's scary. If stuff. you do it to somebody in combat, they could still continue <clears throat> to fight, but not intelligently. Mm. They're gonna just wail on you no. and like. Try to protect their allies, essentially, just base instinct. I also took Amalgamate, which is just a very cool, like, tracking spell. It leans into the ranger aspect a little bit more. That's to, like, become mycelium kind of spell, yes. right? Yeah, I can track things through the roots and the mycelium, and uh, the range on it is one mile. And, like, That's I can, huge. If I know who I'm looking for, to my understanding, I can find them. If they're within a mile. Oh, that's, that's really pretty cool. sick. It's limited to a mile because that's how long, um, you know, human nervous system is when it's sprawled out. And Echo actually has to stick her nerves in there. Right. Yeah. It's dope. It's horrendously painful. It's, it's not the case, bro. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Just rip that shit out like spaghetti and slap it on the ground. I that would sound like. What's the uh, largest mycelium network in the world? All of it. Like the largest organism because I read about this once, like in the real world, not in my opinion. That seems like a Josh question. Um, there's like one, it's, I forget what region it's in, but it spans like a couple hundred miles. Yeah. It's just a single strand of mycelium that runs along. I think it's 
Somewhere in France, maybe? I don't know. If anybody listening wants to look that up and let me know, I can't remember. But I know there's there's one that spans like a really long time. But on average, like mycelium can span that. It's really not that abnormal. It's more that stuff's developed around it nowadays yeah. that blocks it from doing right. so. Mm. So, spade pretty foot. cool. Yeah, what's going on with spade foot? So I'm a smage. I'm a sage mage. And I took for my skill, I took pocket rum. So... I thought you said can, rum for a second. Uh, pocket rum, mm-hmm, to go with the hand wine. Perfect. <laughs> uh, so I can just stash shit, which I feel like I'm already doing, so it makes sense. Um, I took acid spray, which is a cantrip, and now I have, you know, something that's ranged. And if they're already damaged, they take a D6 and subject a D4. So it's nothing to, like, forget about, you know? It'll come in handy, I'm sure. We were just talking about how Spadefoot could use some more combat options, so that's good to have yeah. in your pocket. Sure. Because I'm, I mostly just have like break the universe spells, um, which is what I took also now. Yeah. So my new wombo combo is I took tether, so I can, uh, and it lasts for ten minutes. I can conjoin two targets, and they are stuck together with a ten foot completely invincible rope. I love this spell. I love this spell. So. So when it says targets, is that two people or can it be somebody to a wall? Can it be anything you can target? Does it say creatures or targets? You can join two targets within range. Yeah, it's two targets, but um, that's in the realm of targets when it comes to like ethera nomenclature. So I don't think it's a, it can be a wall, right? But you could you could do like a column that would be applicable, but you could also do items and stuff like that. <laughs> um, but you'd have to have like some kind of small quote unquote structure. Like you can just be like, oh, there's like a 90 foot, 100 yard long wide wall that's not really going to play out but a statue or something where it's just like your pendulum statue a what a boulder a boulder could do the trick yeah so then a mountain <laughs> ah the biggest boulder uh so then uh i'm very excited about this i took void oh i don't <laughs> know that one what is that so void it takes six actions which is a little insane yeah. but the results are also insane so the ether, I'm just going to read the spell. The ether bends into itself, briefly tearing open a rift in the fabric of space and a five foot radius area with, of your choice. Any creature within this space must, must succeed a might check against a DC of 15 or take 1D4 and become wounded. In addition, any items in the targeted space which are not restrained are immediately drawn in and swallowed by the void. Any creature within five feet of the targeted space takes 1d4 damage. Items uh, sucked into the void go to some random realm. So basically, I can tether someone to a boulder. They're getting fucked up by the void. Yeah, I don't think a, the void's going to take the boulder. No, it's going to take the person. They're going to, they can't get away from it. Ah, I see what you're saying. So they're uh, going to become wounded. That's interesting. Let's, I, I would like to see how it plays out. Mm. They're going to become wounded out. and sent straight to hell. Exactly. Well, I mean, they could, if they're on a rope, they can move out of that. They just move around the boulder. You know what I'm saying? They can still move forward and backwards. I mean, that's cool, but their odds are not very good. Right. I think you meant more like tie it to an item and then. Put the item in. I could also do that down the hole, and then they kind of have an anchor that's. And stuck I could in swallow the item, and then I could dive into the void. Wait, what? <laughs> that's that. And then all three. <laughs> I think you should do that immediately. That's where I'm headed. Immediately. 
right now as soon as we start actual game <laughs> play. I think I mean, you should eat wrong? the doorknob and jump in the void. That would solve most of you guys' problems. It's true. Yeah, so it goes to a different realm of the guide's choice. It wouldn't so I was mainly talking. Patrick's looking at me like, no, Ooh, I was just thinking like, we could just throw the doorknob into mail. Like <laughs> <laughs> it worked for the pale hand, right? Maybe. I don't want to talk about that. What do you mean, dude? What? You got really worried that it's in some Sundarian merchant cart right now being sold to a bunch of gnomes. Uh, I'll tell you what I'm really concerned about. I'm concerned that it's in Odithia. Mm, That would stink if it was in Odithia, the place where the next campaign takes place. Mm -hmm. That would be very interesting. Mm -hmm. I never would see that coming. What a twist. (laughs) All right. You're on this mountaintop. The necromancer, I mean, he... He's had a long time to get away, and it's nighttime, and I don't think any of you can see in the dark. But I'm not saying there's not a chance. So, Echo, you've you've declared that you really want to try after this guy. Yes. So I the- can also go with you. Okay. Anybody that wants to go with, <clears throat> that can as be- fast as you can. Yes. Because that's what we're doing here. I so got short legs. Yeah, same. Um, where was the last place I saw him? At the fucking campfire. Like, I saw him running away from the campfire, right? Right. I, I mean, at this point, like, you almost immediately lost sight of him because that campfire was on the opposite ridge that you're on now. And so when he went over, he went over the lip of a mountain and right. down into a gulch um, past that into the far, far woods. So, I mean, like, he almost immediately lost sight. You, you've had you've had at this point, like, eight rounds of lost sight on him. Do we have sending stones? Yeah, Ooh. you guys do. Yep. Mm-hmm. Echo, if you want, I'll be in Thra and I can get you an aerial view and tell you what direction if I see him. Oh, that's a great idea. Perfect. Okay, so yeah, Gwydion's going to do that. And he just leans up against a boulder next to the fire and gets all weird and Gwydion-ish, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah? Yeah, just falls asleep against a boulder. This little, this little cute robe covering his little feet. So the first attempt that I'm going to make at tracking him is like get back to their where I, the last place I saw him and I'm going to look for like, cause he's running, he's going to be breaking branches. He's going to be, Oh yeah. He's going to be leaving a trail behind him. Mm-hmm. Totally. And totally. probably after a while, he's going to stop running. Cause he's like, yeah. lost him. Mm-hmm. So when she gets there, she has unshouldered forget me not mm. and has knocked an arrow. Okay. So she's just holding that in one hand, you know, like ready to go. Not really knocked an arrow, but like it's ready. It's in her hand. Okay, cool. And um, she is going to use other hand to make like marshmallows, firelight, so she can see. Okay. So can I see his trail? I'm going to have you roll wit, and I'm also going to have Thraw roll wit. As you reach this point yeah. on the mountain, you can hear the, the call of Thraw above you. Um, can I aid? Yeah, you're coming with me, right? Yeah. You can hear the call throb above you as he as he meets at the same point that you're at. Yeah, you can aid. <laughs> I got a six on that wit roll. Well, I aid, so eight. I'm going to re-roll it. I'm going to use a luck point. No. <laughs> a luck point? Yeah, my armor has once per day luck. Oh, that's right. Nice. You didn't get a higher roll? No. Nope. <laughs> Rolled a four. That's rough. But Dice jail. There's still throw here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 14. 14 is pretty solid. What you're seeing, Echo, is not a lot of signs. The The start of this run was was careful. This is not the first time. This might be- He's had to run. Right. It's not the first time this guy has been chased, you know? Definitely 
the first time he's been chased by people of you guys' caliber. But the start of this, at least, he covered his tracks well. Fortunately, Thraw spots like just this bit of cut branches, like with a machete or something, just past this, past this sort of bulwark of foliage that has remained undisturbed. I don't know if you want to relay that to... Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Okay. Um, Gwydion kind of comes out of it and immediately, you know, I don't know what direction that is, but I relay, you know, Gwydion tells you through the Sending Stone. Okay. Yeah, there's just like a little burst of it through the Northeast. Did, Um, we got the map, right? That they were using? Yes. Mm -hmm. Was that in his possession? That was in his possession. Mm -hmm. Okay. uh, Spadefoot has that, right? The map? Sure. Is that correct? I think so. I don't remember. I don't remember at all either. I, I mean, I'll say sure. I have it. Echo just like looks to Spadefoot and says, can I see that map for a second? Yeah. Takes cool. a map and she reaches in her bag and pulls out a mirror and casts scrying on the necromancer mm. using the map as the focal point. Okay. And I can't really see what he's, where he is with that, but I could see what he's doing. Fear's just huffing and running. This guy is not. He's still running. Okay. This guy's okay. not slowed down. But, but the. The thing you do gather is that at this point, he's running straight. So as you see this flash of imagery in your mind and you burst over this part of part of the of the underbrush that has been purposely not disturbed, you now know that like this guy has been running in a straight line. And you can see this this bit of branches that has been cut that Thra has pointed you to, towards. This is just a straight shot through the woods. And you can you can you can see this pretty distinct trail. At this point, it's just trying to catch him. Okay. So she is going to like gesture to Spadefoot, like, you know, eyes on, and she points in the direction we're moving. And she's going to take off flickering and running and like jumping over shit with flicker and like So how far can you go in one round? In one round, I can go 70 feet. Okay. So in one round. That's insane. That's insane. For eight rounds, I can go 140 feet. 140. Wow. 140. Because I can use my full movement and then I can shadow skip 100 feet. That's wild. Isn't it fucking insane? That's wild. So in order for us to sort of stay together, every other round I will shadow skip. Okay. That works. <laughs> so... I'm imagining now that Spadefoot's probably like on the ground going through the shadows. I imagine it being very Alice in Wonderland. Like he just like sort of falls through a shadow and pops up in another one and sort of like runs beside you and then falls down again. Echo would be, if that's the case, Mm -hmm. if it's like happening kind of down on the ground cover, Mm -hmm. I think Echo would probably be in the trees going from Mm. limb to limb. Fun. I love that. Okay. Who's sort of leading this charge? I'm going to let Echo lead. I think, yeah, I think Echo would be leading, like using the kind of like ranger and bushcraft skills. Mm-hmm. So you're just a little bit ahead and you're up in the trees in the tops. Meanwhile, Spadefoot is bounding into this realm and out of it through the shadows um, and kind of keeping pace just behind you, like keeping your flank. Echo, you get about, I'd say like 300 feet out. I need you to roll a wit check. Okay. You're good. Hey. 15, much better. Nice. 15. That's pretty solid. Neat. Um, you see the moonlight catch this thin sliver of silver wire, and it's just in Spadefoot's path as, and like within the rhythm of his bounding in and out of the shadows. Like mm. he's going to Sucks catch a lot it. Of dick for me. He's going to catch his hoof on it if he, if he doesn't know about it. Okay. I think with that, what she would probably do is 
because we're probably not too far away from each other. We're no. probably pretty close. Uh, I think she says like loudly enough without screaming, you know, like mm-hmm. Spadefoot, stop. I mean, you stop. I would stop. And uh, she's there's a trap. So she tries to point it out from her like vantage point in a tree. Well, can I just, what See is it? it? Is it just a wire? Can I just step over it? Yeah, it's just a wire. I'm just going to step over it. Okay. Okay. Step we over saw. it. Yeah, we're good. That's okay. it. That's, that's what we were supposed to do. You, you, you solved the puzzle trap. You okay? Okay. <laughs> well, that just feels a little too easy. Well done. I rolled good. Okay. All right. We will continue All right, our I fucking- I tripped the trap. No. <laughs> no <I'm> <laughs> and then I go back and I trip over it. <clears throat> yeah. We continue yep, our mad dash. The mad dash continues, and about 15 minutes of charging down this line, you eventually see his back. And I don't know if you guys are trying to particularly be stealthy here. I've gotten the impression that you're not. Yeah, I think we sort of. Can I take, can I just take an action or two? Yeah, totally. As soon as she sees him marked, then she readies that arrow that was already like, you know, in her hand. And it is a snare arrow. Nice. And she's going to take a shot at him with the snare arrow. What is that? It will catch him. It will catch him like a net. If it hits him. Okay, interesting. All right, make your shot. Let's see. Let's see what happens. Come on, Echo. Make your fucking shot. There's no reason. He's marked, so it's an advantage. Nice. Can he get out of this if he is caught? Oh, shit. Damn. Uh, So the first shot goes completely wild. That was a two. A two and a one. Okay. The Vindicator shot kicks in. So she real quick, like, knocks another arrow, takes another shot. No. (laughs) All right, I'm going to keep going after him. Two arrows, boom, boom, like sink into the ground on either side of him, just ahead, and explode with this useless netting on yep. the side. <laughs> you catch two rabbits, and you hear it go fuck up in the trees. <laughs> when it happens, he stops. He stops and he turns on his heels very quickly. When he turns to face you, you see a problem to solve. Okay. He, his vision, his his gaze quickly dashes, boom, boom, to a spade foot and then echo, making eye contact. His face is stern, and he's standing there in his in his black utilitarian looking jumpsuit, uh, this wiry sort of like spider like man, and his his gambeson is half open, and you can see the the icker, yeah, just lining a vest, and and each of these corks caught by the moonlight, you can see screwed hooks inside with wires that run from hook to hook and they all lead out to one single wire on a ring that he's holding with his middle finger up in the air (laughs) don't you do it i get to run you get to stay i get to run you get to stay or we're both going to have a much worse day give me one second i can literally stop time i was gonna say if you want to do something do it but literally stop time (laughs) yeah give me as many seconds as as i want then stop time (laughs) my question to you is i mean he's got this prepared action does you stopping time does that involve any sort of movement does that involve any sort of talking is it instant hmm because if it costs more than if it's more than one action then this guy has to jump on you and spadefoot would know that hmm okay well, let me see. What I can do is still paralyze him. How many actions? Is it is a single action, and it would use the rest of my mana I have, but I can halt him. It says he has to do a might check against my spell DC. It's risky, but it's a plan. It is risky. What's Echo thinking about? Oh, I'm thinking. I'm thinking so hard. You got time? We can just stop and think. <laughs> we can just stop and think. Bullet time. 
I could tether him, but he can still take actions. Hmm. So? Now I could, I could rewind. And let me take those shots again? And you could take the shots again. It's rewind time. But keep in, <laughs> but keep in mind, he's covered in ichor, so if you hit him, that's breaking. Yeah, rewind time. So the thing is, if we rewind, you can either take those shots again, or we could figure out how to actually stop him. Well, hopefully the snare arrow would stop him. Does it? I mean, I don't even know if it pierces. So I both, seem to recall it being described as like a ball, but both, when it hits it, <laughs> both <laughs> options are completely up to chance. But they're they're both instant. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, rewind is the only one I have that is instant. But you have time stutter, don't you? Yes, but it takes two actions, so it's not instant. If you rewind, will I, I be aware that you rewound? <laughs> no. Then she's going to shoot him. I could also, the only other thing that I have that is instant is summon. So any item you've touched. So like, I can't get anything off of him. Um, so he's holding a ring. You said, right? That's run to it like a, like a grenade pole. Yeah, that's exactly. Okay. Right. Is it around his finger? It's around his finger. Mm. I magpie it and, and release the bottles, bro. I mean, I, I was thinking, could I get it off his finger? You know, but I don't think Ooh. I can. Do they weigh less than one bulk? Do what weigh less than one? All bulk? of the shadow filiker things. Um, each I think would be counted as a potion. So I don't think so. I mean, he's got a vest. Well, that's great. This. All right, how many how many are there? Quick little look see, counting fun game here. I mean, his gambeson is just sort of half a, like unbunned. So the most you can see are six. The wine and bros of three. Mm. Most he has is probably twelve then, which is outside of my sort range where I could just take them all away and organize them <laughs> beside me. Game or fight, or be here all night. Game or fight, we'll be here all night. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> so I can I can rewind time, and you can try to take those shots again, and you're st there's still a possibility. I mean, all that shit's breaking. It wouldn't break. It would just, I think, put you in the same scenario. He would yeah. be immobile, but he'd still be threatening this and able to pull that string, you know? Yeah, because he would, he would be restrained. He would be able to still pull the string. Mm. He wouldn't be able to move, but he wouldn't. He would be able to pull the string. I could turn him into a mist cloud. <laughs> <laughs> That's, well, then he's... Yeah, yeah. I mean, Miss Dickers. He doesn't yeah. have fingers. Then I mean, he doesn't have fingers. Yeah, but then he just go as fast as him. Yeah, then he leaves. I think you guys gotta admit you got caught. Let my neck Wait, if you turn away. him, if you turn him into a mist form, it doesn't mean his gear does. So he would just be naked, wouldn't he? No, no. no your whole thing turns into mist. But he wouldn't oh, be faster than us. It should just be. He he would have his normal movement speed. So then what? You guys just chase a cloud for a while, then you end up in the same situation. No, I can I can come up with something. Well, while you do, I'm gonna go take a nap. Echo, um, like I think she puts her hand up. She goes, "Okay, hold on." <laughs> you can see there's this like crown of sweat where, where the moonlight's hitting him, but he's smiling about it. Um, smiling about it. He knows this is this is end game for everybody here. He knows he's at this point. Couple more days, Dragon gets his way, which he's assured of that will happen. It doesn't matter what happens to him. He solved the problem. He's just looking at you and smiling. He knows what he's about to face. You can see in his eyes there's that fear, but he doesn't care. He's going to let himself be taken over. He's going to cause as much problems as he can for you. He's going to make sure Ugh. everything goes according to plan. Hmm. Um, go ahead and do it. Just do it. Just, just, 
just pull this string. <laughs> Do it! <laughs> yeah, no balls. Do it. <laughs> no, no, really. I mean, just from like a scientific aspect here, I am very curious to see what happens. Just do it. He's starting to walk backwards now. I'm preparing something. I'm trying to be stealthy about a spell. Are you really? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Roll agility. <laughs> Are you now? Mm, interesting. Mm. Agility, you say? Yeah, you got it. 18. Okay. He doesn't seem to notice yet. He's taking steps away, taking steps away. Well, Spadefoot, I'm going to take a step towards him. I'm going to say, well, just, I'm serious. Just do it. Are you sure about that? I don't know. You seem pretty sure about it. I kind of want to see what happens. Oh, this is me, Zach, asking you, are you sure about that? I'm going to, I can rewind time. I'm gonna, I can rewind time. <laughs> I want to see what happens. No, no, no. I want to see what happens. You take a step forward and he just yanks on it. Great. And, uh, <laughs> when he does, the bottles explode out of his chest in what looks like a hyper vigilant, frenetic orb of shadow that rips open the the front of his sternum and shoots these daggers of dark light through his back for a second it's like watching a porcupine almost <laughs> like grow into shape and form and there's just this small nucleus of black that his ripped off skin and flesh forms at the front of his his form and then the whole thing explodes out that's enough him. that's enough we're rewinding time <laughs> And you're back, and he's just holding that ring. Um, Where do we rewind to? Well, it would be the top of the round, so you could take those shots again. Oh, it, it would went be, all the way back? Well, yeah, it would be our full round, so. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Okay, so we're right back. Yeah. Echo's going to take these shots. Echo's going to take a <laughs> shot with a snare arrow. I have zero mana, but I feel like that was worth it. I really wanted to see what would happen. Uh, 15's going to hit. Um you sink this snare arrow into the back of his calf and he hollers out in pain and twists onto his butt and slides as this bubble of like vibrant silver threads encapsulate him. And as he slides away from you and makes his eye contact with the two of you, Hex. He's holding the ring. You can two see that he's holding the down. Ring. Okay. Does he have one left? No, I don't think he does. So he's going to yeah. be... Uh, hex. Yep. He's going to be encapsulated like that and he stopped he stopped wow you really don't want to see what happens when he pulls that ring <laughs> what happens i'm not entirely sure actually everyone dies <laughs> nothing good but <laughs> well, i didn't mean to interrupt you there i just i wanted to interrupt him with a hex <laughs> yeah totally 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 <laughs> i'm going to take the butt of my sword and knock this fucker out okay roll my oh yeah i'm not very strong fuck <laughs> well i mean like if you have a full swing <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I mean, you're knocking out a, a, an incapacitated can't, man. He can't move. He's incapacitated. He's a snare. So you knock him out. And he's still holding the ring. He's like, <laughs> okay, so <laughs> let's get the ring off of his finger carefully. Yes. And I want to take all of this fucking ichor off of him. Okay. All right. Why don't you roll agility? It's kind of dark. You can't see. You don't have night vision. <laughs> She's lit up. She's I'm a, gonna make a light. flame of fire. Very cool. Echo walks over. You can see now. <laughs> but it is a very meticulously, it's it's set to go off, right? So I'm still going to make you roll agility. It's not going to be as intense. Um, but there's still a chance for error here, right? <laughs> can I help? Maybe you yeah, should. Yeah, you can absolutely aid. Maybe you should drink some, a mana potion in case you need to rewind. Do you want to drink a mana wow, potion? Echo holds hilarious. up a blue bottle. Oh, my God. 
have one. Yes, I do because I don't have one. You're like trying to focus, and while you're doing that, Gordian's over the here the sending stones. Like, what's going on? Did you find them? Is everything okay? <laughs> Spadefoot, <laughs> Spadefoot, come in. Spadefoot, echo. Literally never drinking a mud potion as Spadefoot. So. Is it a D four? Hello, D six, D six. I think it's a D six, D six, three. Like, so dead. Right back to where we began. Okay, so enough to rewind, rewind time. Again. Nice. Holy shit. Okay. Gwydion turns to, to Herbert. They're dead. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I'm going to do. They're Herbert. not. They're not responding. I think they're dead. Not surprised. Unbelievable. <laughs> Is there any way? Okay. Are you helping me? I'm going to aid. Are you helping me? I, I, I aid. <laughs> I got a 15. Wait, a 16. A oh, 16. Okay. You are able to. It takes. It takes you about eight minutes. You're going to have to utilize a knife or something, probably something from Echo. My teeth. Okay. You use your teeth. And you meticulously, bottle by bottle, screw by screw, disassemble this sort of makeshift bomb of, of Shadowfell Icker that he has wrapped around himself. This is so fucking scary. How many vials? There are 12 vials of Shadowfell Icker. Holy shit. Fucking knew it. You can surmise that this was probably the last of his stocks from wherever he was getting this stuff. Mm. I mean, this guy has everything that he would normally carry on him. Um, there's a book of intense flesh-weaving formulae um, that look very aged, and it looks like it's sort of a collaboration between three different people, as if, like, his mentor had taken it from his mentor. Because people like this, you know, they're, they're sole figures, usually, in a, in a, in a unit of, of magic study. You know, mm. these, these are ostracized figures. Or, a new book for me, too. It's like these people are walking around academies. There's 113 pieces of gold. Cha-ching! Nice. <laughs> there is what looks like kind of like a metal... It looks like it's like some kind of device, obviously controlled through pressure. And it's like a small metal disc resting on a like a top like object that that is resting on another small metal disc. It's basically a pressure plate. Can you draw it for me? I don't understand what you're saying. You know what a pressure plate is? Do you know what I mean when I say that? We each get 28 pieces of gold. Nice. And don't know where to spend it. Except you get 29. I dropped my dice. Thanks. It's like that, and on the bottom one, there's like an, a, an, a depression where the top plate falls in. So it is literally like a pressure plate. I'll let Herbert look at that. Yep. There's. Echo sees it and says, don't fuck with that. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm already holding basically 12 bombs in my pockets right yeah, now. I'm not in my pocket be. dimension. <laughs> While That's a good place to keep them. That's a great place to keep them. <laughs> While this is happening now, I, I want to say that Echo's probably like making sure this dude is secured, mm. like making sure he's good and hogtied. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Easy enough job. I mean, the snare is going to do a lot of that for you. I think she would probably gag him because she doesn't know if he can do like vocal magic or anything. Okay. You want to shove like some leaves in his mouth? Uh, she probably rips off part of his gambeson and just <laughs> stuffs it in his mouth. Sounds good. Because, <laughs> um, I think you're about to say rips off his tongue. Yeah. <laughs> There's two more things of interest here. One is a uh, very long, it's compressed right now, but it's a very long, thin telescope that seems to have mm. a bunch of different little dials, like red, blue, silver, and gold on mm. it. Like there's multiple lens inside. Oh. Um, and the last thing, um, you smell it before you find it <laughs> hidden, on his, <laughs> hidden on his person. There's a dry rot stench, and you see there's like this loose sort of netted bandage that's long that's been taped to his side with some sort of a adhesive rope. Um, <laughs> you take it off. Yeah. When you unfurl it, you, are, you find within it there's this long length of – carved skin 
it's like a manuscript with one layer of thin flesh and one layer of skin. And the skin has been carved into, but it looks like it's been ripped off of somebody or, or cut. Off of somebody? Yes. Hmm. And does it say anything? Um, Keep in mind, a while back I took a skill and I know every single language that exists. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this is a, this is deep. Okay. Um, is the tongue, but these, I don't think you will be able to understand this necessarily because That's it's, fair. it's magic. It's magic formula that needs to be parsed through. I can tell you like Spadefoot recognizes that this is a spell in deep that was carved onto somebody. And that's dope. I assume you can surmise from there that he, he stole it by cutting it off of that person. Mm. Um, I'm going to put that in the pocket dimension as well. Okay. Just a flap of skin. That's disgusting. It's new, and that's why it stinks, but the process of mummification that he was in doing with it was proper. The skin, uh, the spell will keep for a long time. This is a, essentially a scroll. Do you tell Echo that you think it's a spell? Yeah. She says, well- um, This is a spell ripped off of somebody's body. That's horrendously disturbing. We I can suppose. try to parse that later. I can't read it, but Echo is preparing something. She says, we need to get him to camp. Uh, so we can interrogate him, figure out what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't feel like carrying him. So she... Oh, I can carry him. That's okay. Draws a knife. Oh, are we cutting him up? She runs the blade across her palm. You're cutting yourself up. And she's going to cast Red Door to the camp. Oh, dope. So right she- in front of the two of you is what I'm imagining. This like ethereal bloody door appears... And Echo just kind of like picks this dude up and like throws him through it and walks through. <laughs> Wait, could you do that the whole time? Yes, I offered and you all said no. <laughs> Wait, when did we say no? Josh nodded. <laughs> Wait, when was it offered? Wait, hold it on. Was, it was a while back. Yeah. yeah. Was either. Yep. So, I don't remember at all. Yep. Hmm. Yeah, I've had this for a while. Well, that's very nice. I'm glad that I don't have to run anymore. <laughs> um. She walks in, she's like motions to Spadefoot to come in. And after we're all in, it just kind of fizzles out. And then she holds her hand out to Herbert and like her hands shaking. No, nope. she's bleeding. Yeah. Yay. She's mechanically bleeding. So, so I'm going to take a D4 of damage. No, well, I'll just, okay. You roll that and I'll just roll bless. Uh, four. No. Does bless stop bleeding? I mean, it heals damage. Does it heal wounds? Because I'm wounded. You take a wound. Yep, I'm bleeding. How much mana do I have left? Mm. Hmm. So I have mushrooms growing out of my gut still. (laughs) Gwydion passes out from the blood? No, I'm just being dramatic. (laughs) (laughs) Gwydion died. What do we do now? Okay, Uh, I do have enough mana. So I was like, Jesus. I mean, oh, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Come here, let me see your hand. And uh, just holds it out. It's like covered in blood. So the first thing is, like, he's going to uh, stem the bleed. Like, you just see him, like, reach out and, like, press his, like, grab her hand and, like, presses her thumb over the cut and kind of, like, pulls it together, right, with his thumb while he's grasping the, the bottom of her hand. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and spend the four mana to restore, cure the wound. Thank you. And then... Could have used a bandage, but <laughs> it's... I only have one. Mm. I've, I've had it since, like, Ghoul's Crest. Uh, well, this is quicker. Supplies yeah. supplies are important. I personally like band-aids. Uh, and you get two health back. Thank you. Form, so it's still sore, but it's closed. 
Yep. She's, I'd say she has a scar across her palm. Mm. Yeah. Also in interest of like narrative fairness, she probably had like, she had to go to a mountainside or a boulder and like smear her blood down the boulder to make the door. Mm. Sure. Do you love boulders? Yep. Now what? Um, I want to take a nap. <clears throat> Borda, Hector, Norris, Ezek, they run at you in a crowd as you bring the necromancer through the red door and <laughs> um, heal the uh, heal the, the hand of Echo and crowd around you. Like Borda kind of calls to you, like, everything okay? And Ezek says, Is it is is it uh, to behoove us to bring him this close to us? What are we doing? What's our plan? It's fine. I got all those little bombs and I put them in my really deep pockets. Excellent. That makes you feel better. The tiny bombs have been secured. Tiny bombs. Yeah. They're tiny bombs, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Bombs. They are. They're tiny bombs. <laughs> yes. You put them in a pocket. Uh-huh. Uh, actually, a pocket dimension. You've made me feel much more safe about this situation. You should. Thanks. <laughs> well, I mean... Then he just kind of stares at you like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the suck, kid. <laughs> well, I mean, he's here. Hopefully he's rather, you know, tied down. I guess smiles a little bit. Porta says, we don't have time for this, right? We need to kill him. And starts advancing with the pitchfork. <laughs> now, Porta, <laughs> normally I would wholeheartedly agree. Believe me. But... I think that we could benefit from interrogating him a little bit. Well, um, if that's something you're interested in, he probably has a wealth of knowledge, whether, you know, uh, if he wants to talk, he'll talk. If not, everyone that uh, seems to follow this dragon are so arrogant. So he'll probably just spill the beans. Yeah, he'll probably say something. In the meantime, Spadefoot, you still have a problem, don't you? Oh, you're talking about the mushrooms in my liver. Hmm. Yeah, they're there. They're growing. They're kind of cute. No, they're bad. They got little like blue spots on them. All right, why don't you come over here and lay down? Let's see if I we can fix that. I'm not quite completely tapped today, so. Yeah, sure. I'll lay down. I'm yeah. so scared. No. <laughs> okay. Spadefoot, you lie down. Borda and Echo, they're going to keep talking. Uh, we can get to that in a second because I think this is interesting. But what's what's your plan on healing Spadefoot here? Well, um, I know where the wound is. It's just in Spadefoot's abdomen. Hmm. I mean, I already closed the, tried to close it, didn't I? Did, to like, I did bless or something like that to heal you? Or yeah, something. No, I did um, like zap to try and kill some of it, but I didn't yeah. kill all of it. Yeah, mm. you stopped the bleeding. Yeah, I stopped the bleeding. Cauterized it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's go ahead and just close this up. All right. And like, I was going to place both of his hands like. Wait, should you take the stuff out first? Like yeah, the mushrooms? that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. And he's going to like put his hands just like directly over there. And unless you're like looking down, if you are looking Absolutely. down. Absolutely. I'm watching yeah, the entire process. Like a bright white, uh, a bright light underneath his palms, Eyes like wet. radiating like across your skin. And you feel like an intense heat. Not hot, that doesn't hurt, you know, like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I'm just going to cast Restore and oh, cure nice. that corruption. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Wow, you took the mushrooms right out. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Don't want that growing anymore. I guess not. Gwydion's like crouched down next to Herbert watching, smoking a cigarette, not saying anything. <laughs> mm -hmm. Slob squatting down next to him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Borda, you know, is standing straight up looking at you and, and the necromancer uh, as he's starting to rouse. And she's like. 
you know what? I'm simple folk. I don't understand magic, but couldn't we be being watched right now? Wouldn't it be more important to, or more beneficial to take our victory, get rid of him right now? You're the captain here, but uh, this is making me nervous. Is there, okay, like being watched. I get what she's afraid of there, like being scried upon or, mm-hmm. you know, through this gentleman that we have tied up right. in some way. Um, is there any way I could tell if he has any kind of like, uh, like a magic eye or anything or like on his person or I'm not sure. Probably not. I don't think so. I mean, there's not really like, I mean, you guys had, you guys found the items that were on him. Other than that, it's his clothes. So, I mean, no active magical effects around him or anything. I don't know how you'd be able to tell. Yeah. I don't really Can know. Either. Blindfold him. Sure. I mean, we could do that. But he yeah. says that he's like, we'll just blindfold him while we talk to him. Um, You could put a quiet crown on him. Do we have just one for the time being? Uh, You'd have to take one are, off of yeah, you guys. Yeah, we're all but wearing one. Oh, unfortunately. Oh wait, did you make me a quiet crown? No. Well, that's fine. I don't need it. Yeah, I you're was just good. seeing if I you had an extra one. Mind, yeah. yeah. Mm, damn. Is he awake yet? Yeah, he's starting to come to, and he's kind of looking around in disbelief of his situation. Mainly, he's looking up at the moon, and as he starts to really regain consciousness. You can just see like a small smile begin to crack on his face. And he's completely bound, right? Yeah. And he's just looking at the moon? Yeah. Echo says, look at me. He looks over at you and smiling still. You find yourself <clears throat> in a rough situation, but you don't seem too concerned. I she, think... she pulls the gag off of him. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm concerned for myself, but I'm happy for the world. Happy for the world. I think um, at this point, like Herbert comes over and just like plops down and then forcibly like wraps his pinky around one of his pinkies mm. to, uh, to, oh, use, nice. swear. to use swear. Yep. Hmm. So does that, he has to tell you the truth now, right? No, it just, it's just like oh, that you can use it back and forth. Like it doesn't say anything you have to talk right. per se, but it just states um, you can't neither you nor the target can willingly speak any lies or falsehoods. Oh, cool. Okay. He looks at you now, you know, as you've grasped his pinky, he just looks at you and says, Carver, your God's going to die. Your God's going to be erased into nothingness. I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's incredible that you believe that. What are you (laughs) so confident in? I know that we'll win. I know that we'll win. Sometimes I have my doubts. But then when I just see displays like this, a rebellious march to Veermore. A rebellious march to Veermore. You display like this, a display that has you in fetters and it has your friends dead. Maybe so. Maybe so. And most of us are happy to fall into the flame. But in the grand scheme of things, and then he looks off in the distance past the mountains that you and the valleys that you've traveled through and off to the three towers of sunbeam it says in the grand scheme of things you're so far behind and he's like welling up with tears now as he's smiling <laughs> what are you doing in veermore what are they doing in veermore mainly making sure that your little fox friend the benevolent spirit amergan uh won't be of uh much import in the coming days He's a tricky one, that is. But we are aware of your plan, for the most part. We're aware that you're trying to get a hold of the sword, which is cute, to say the least. Hmm, how do you know this? 
just kind of smiles at you. Mm. Uh, Gwydion's just in the background, not saying anything yet, but as you ask how do you know this and he smiles, he's going to be casting Read Mind on him. Yes. You remember, as he remembers, words of the dragon, like rumbling in his chest, more like something you, more like an earthquake that you're feeling with your body than real words spoken out of a mouth. And the words are, there is a great weapon that can do me harm. They will hunt for it. So just deductive reasoning is how yeah, we come to this. Just deductive reasoning. Yeah. Well, that's lame. Okay. <laughs> it's lame that these villains are using common sense. Well, yeah. Yeah, as you guys are talking, then, sorry to interrupt, but as you guys are talking, Gwydion will kind of circle around from behind him to squat down with you guys now. I'm just going to lay. I'm going to continue laying, mm-hmm. also staring at me. <laughs> Watch for it. What am I watching for? You're looking for a great shadow. Hmm. That's kind of cool. Hmm. A great shadow. What do you mean by that? He's just smiling and tears are rolling down his face in the moonlight. Well, it's probably- like he's watching an orchestra play in front of him. Hmm. I have another question for you um, that I think you might actually want to answer if you are actually a magical scholar of any type. So I found this like skin scroll and I am curious, um, one, where you got it and two, what it says. My fair fond, I don't think you'll be too interested in that. Those are those are formula uh, outside of the bounds of your morality. Hmm. That's interesting that you think that. Um, but what does it say anyways? Let's let's play in this in this space where I know nothing. This is a dastardly spell to be okay. used against enemies. Mm-hmm. Well, what's it do? How do I know if it's actually dastardly if you won't tell me what it does? I bet I could do something worse. He's just smiling at you now. Ah, read his fucking mind. Herbert's gonna mind. try and read break his, his pinky. <laughs> you break his pinky. like wrench back on it. Yeah, well, Herbert's gonna try and break his pinky. I don't think you need to try. <laughs> you. you you bear in mind you were not in a good position. <laughs> and then through the pain, just the tears again and that smile as his neck bulges. Uh, it's just something to carve flesh. Just another tool in the tool chest. It's just something to cause pain. Which I thought that your side was a, a bit uh, too scared or naive to do. But you were teaching me that I am wrong on that. Pain for pain's pleasure, and your enemies to watch them scream out in horror. That's not too far away from what you're doing now. Or maybe you've grown into the position since being challenged by us. Maybe you've grown. Um, Let's reel that in just for a little bit. So where did you get this, though? Whose skin is this? A lesser. A lesser of my same school, you could say. There are others like me, not as devout to Zale, but others interested in the shaping of flesh, certainly. I mean, oh, what's your name? Just smiling at you now. Hmm. I would really like to know your name. I mean, like, what are we going to put on a headstone and stuff? Like, what what do we do next, you know? What's your name? Why don't you, my name's Spadefoot. What's your name? You hold yourself as if you are a mage in this court that is you and I. You know the name is our power. Well, that's why I want you to tell me. <laughs> well, also, you, I mean, like, I just want to know, you know, what do people refer to you as? It can't just be like Flesh Weaver. I want to know what your name is. They call me Lawrence. Lawrence. Too lying. <laughs> no, <laughs> he can't not. lie. He's well, weird. Yeah, I won't yeah. be able to, even with a broken pinky. 
Wow. I don't know what the repercussions are, but he did just give a fay his name. Well, (laughs) fuck out of here. The repercussions are he's going to die here in a few minutes. Well, thanks, Lawrence. Um, You haven't been very cooperative, but thank you for sharing your name. So I think, does Herbert and Gwydion, you guys have anything you want to say to him? Herbert's tapped. Like at this point, like obviously like breaking his pinky, his patience is very thin. Herbert Mm -hmm. wants him dead. It's been a long day. At this point, doesn't he? I mean. Just gone. Herbert's like just sickened. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Gwydion kneels down in front of Lawrence. Lawrence, do you know who I am? And then Gwydion takes out his crystal sword and kind of perches on it with the tip down in the ground, rests his chin on the pommel looking at him. Forlorn, with his eyes cast down for the first time, he says, I know who you are, Gwydion Foxglove. Why are you so sad saying that, Lawrence? The things we must do to reshape a better world, we don't take pride in them. Yeah. Yeah, let me refresh your memory, everything you did. And he's going to use remember in front of him. You know, Lawrence, you know, I'm showing him this and replaying all of it, you know, like the bodies completely cinderized. You know, at first I was really sad. I wanted to uh, just crawl into a hole and die myself. You know, I considered killing myself, losing everything. And you're right. There are some similarities between what your pretend God or whatever it is believe and what we believe. But the difference is, is that, well... I don't even know if it's a difference. Maybe it's more of a similarity. I've got nothing to lose, Lawrence. You already took it from me. And I've been really sad. And I'm not sad anymore. Now I'm just angry. And I don't care if we go down fighting, if we win or not. By the time it's done, everybody you love too will be just like the people that you killed in my family. They'll all just be ashes too. And all that'll be left is me and my friends and the rest of this planet. Because just like it took all that cooperation for you all, it takes just as much for us. We're fighting just as much. You can sit here and belittle us. It's not going to work. It's not. Because we have nothing to lose, too. Absolutely nothing. But you can do that condescending thing. You're all really boring. You all do this. Every time we catch one of you, pretty effortlessly, by the way, there's been some scary moments. You act like you're hot shit. It hasn't actually been that hard. It's been kind of surprisingly easy. And I'm sure it'll be really hard in the end. And I'll probably die, but I'll die happy because I'm going to at least shove this sword up your God's asshole, at least when I go down. And I'll have that same knowing emotional grin that you've got right now while you're looking at the moon and it's so dramatic. I'll have that too. So you're right, we're kind of the same. <laughs> I mean, like, go ahead and kill him or whatever. And Gwydion's gonna go. I'm done. Echo stands up. And he's gonna cast silence on him. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get to have any last words. I get the last word. You're done, Lawrence. Bye-bye. Echo stands up, looks down at him and says... <laughs> so- <laughs> uh, <laughs> What do you yeah. think? Right? Yeah. Josh had a bad week. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm just, you know, I mean, Gwydion, I would think Gwydion's really over. He's like, good Lord. Like every time they're condescending, it's the same spiel. Gwydion's like, at this point, he's kind of cashed out. He's like, like Herbert, he's checked out. He's like, come on, man. Like that's all he got every time. <laughs> it's the same shit. <laughs> We're over it. Just Echo die. S- <laughs> Echo says to him, laying on the ground. He can't, well, he can't hear her, can he? Because the no, sound. Can, it's, okay. it's, you, if you're outside of the bubble, but you can't say anything. So Echo says, um, she says, I think, I think we're done here. Bye, Lawrence. She looks at Morda mm. and says, um, do you think he could be disposed of? You want me to do it? Sure. 
<sighs> she looks up. down at Lawrence <clears throat> and she like gives him the eyes, you know, like, look at me, look at me. And she <laughs> says, when you go wherever you're going to go, when you die here, if you see goose, <laughs> could you tell him that I said to go fuck himself? There's a slow nod and the smile's still there. And she walks back to like the tents and stuff, yeah. the campfire. Borda takes a few steps over, lifts her pickaxe oh. up, and she says, Sorry about this, young man. I know that you think you hold some sort of power over us, but I have to show you the truth. I have to show you what real power is. I'm sorry I have to do this to you, but it's a lesson that you need to learn. She raises the pitchfork up with both hands, and she says, Behold this, and lands it into his chest. What? Damn, bitch. Oh, God. And the night goes quiet. We'll see you next time. Woo! Woof. Hell yeah.